Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Cult Popshire podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch or get two extra exclusive podcasts a month, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to Film Franchise Fortnite on the Cold Popture Podcast. This is AJ here, just a little bit before we get to the show. This is our apparently yearly live show that we we do now our christmas live show uh this this week we are of course discussing the santa claus trilogy and we did this live down at little andromeda in christchurch new zealand thank you to everyone who came along and saw the show and and talked to us afterwards it was really awesome that you all were there it was really awesome to be able to do a live show for for a bunch of people and thank you of course as well to brendan bennett's who uh, you will soon hear was our guest for this episode um i will be back after the episode ends to go over a few things uh for 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 the for the future of the cult pop podcast but beyond that just enjoy the bloody show all right here we go Hello everyone. Hello. Uh, thank you for coming along to Cult Popshire Talks About the Santa Claus Trilogy. <laughs> so uh, I'm Richard Martin. I'm going to be uh, running the show this evening. But as always, I'm joined by Make Some Noise for Alexander Jones. <laughs> Hello everybody. And uh, tonight we're joined by a very special guest. You might know him from Scared Scriptless or his Nerd Degree podcast. Uh, Mr. I just learned he has an S in his last name, Brendan Bennett. Yeah! Thank you so much for coming, everybody. I'm excited. Who's, who's listened to the show before? <laughs> who's never listened to the show before? Yay! Wow. Hey, Thank you for coming fans. along. Well, um, for... For you who hasn't heard the show before, um, AJ, do you want to explain what this podcast generally is? Sure. So this is an episode of Film Franchise Fortnights, where every fortnight Richard and I uh, watch a film franchise. Uh, well, we, we don't watch it on pod, but we'll watch it before the podcast. I should have explained this better. Uh, we'll watch it before the podcast, and then we'll discuss it. We'll discuss all the movies in that franchise. Uh, we've been going for over three years doing this. We have covered Godzilla. We have covered uh, Land Before Time. We have covered Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. We've covered Harold and Kumar trilogy. Yeah. And now we're here today to talk about the, the Santa, Santa Claus trilogy. Uh, and Brendan, thank you very much for coming along. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. As people here can see, I'm the one who over-prepared because I was very uh, ex- nervous about being on the show, so I've got um, a, a lot of notes. No, thank you for doing that. At least someone does. Um, so, um, how is this going to run? We're going to kind of go over 
the films and uh, what we thought of them, and then we'll get a bit in depth with um, you know, some of the rules of the Santa Claus world, things like that. And um, then uh, we've got a segment called Continue the Franchise, where we each pitch a continuation of the franchise. Um, so it could be another movie, a video game, a book, uh, whatever. But we'll open up the floor to uh, the audience as well, if anyone wants to come up and pitch their continuation. And also just like, we'll do Q&A if anyone has yeah. uh, any questions. And there'll be a prize or two for the best Continue the Franchise from the audience. Mm. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> who, who's, who's seen the Santa Claus trilogy? Who, yeah. who watched it in preparation for the show? Yeah. <laughs> and now who's never seen the Santa Claus trilogy? Oh, okay. So we're, okay. we're, we're not, the, the, not the whole audience made noise. Who's just seen the first one? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Mm. All right. So uh, the films, of course, uh, The Santa Claus, which came out in 1994, uh, directed by John Pasquin. Uh, the Santa Claus 2 from 2002, directed by Michael Lembeck, uh, who actually, and to, to tie into our last live show, directed Sh- uh, High School Musical 4. Oh. Sharp Ace Fabulous Adventure. So, yeah. um, <laughs> his best work. <laughs> and then uh, four years later, in 2006, we had the Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause. Mm. Uh, so, also directed by Michael Lembeck. Oh. Uh, so, what uh, is each film about? Do you want to take the first film? Maybe? I'll take the first one. So, The Santa Claus stars Tim Allen. Oh, and I was saving this joke for the podcast. Ho ho ho! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that up. A month ago. And I, I can was like, tell. Richard, I'm going to say this. Uh, so Tim Allen stars as Scott Calvin, who's a divorced dad. He's got, you know, no time for his, his, his young son. Uh, and he's got a lot to learn. And, you know, we, we hope as we watch the film that he'll go through some kind of character arc. And by the end, he'll have learnt some kind of lesson. So on Christmas Eve, he is taking care of his son, whose name is Charlie. Charlie, And uh, they hear a ruckus on the roof on Christmas Eve, and he goes outside. A clatter. (laughs) There rose such a clatter. Uh, And the best joke in the whole trilogy, which is that Santa's ladder company is called Rose Such a Clatter, which I thought was The The original title for the film was actually Such a Clatter. I like that. No, actually, I don't like no, that. No, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Tim Allen is like, and Santa's like, and falls off the roof and fucking dies <laughs> in, the, in the darkest moment in the trilogy. Not just dies. He, like, force ghost evaporates. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in, in what can only be interpreted as a power move, Tim Allen then puts on Santa's clothes. Uh, and because of the, the titular Santa Claus with an E. Do you remember what it says? <clears throat> uh, put on the suit the reindeer will know what to do yeah yeah. do the reindeer know what to do let's find out together <laughs> uh, so he puts on the on the suit and then he finds himself delivering presents on that Christmas Eve with his son and these wacky reindeer do they fart in the first one or is that only in the they're second they're always mm-hmm. farting they're always farting yeah they're not good just like you <laughs> <laughs> I never fart <laughs> okay I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> all the time um, and so they, they deliver and all the presents and they go to the North Pole and he sort of learns that he's becoming the next Santa. And then the rest of the film kind of like, does it really, it takes place over the next year but to, leading up to the next Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But that's, it's paced in a way that it's like Christmas is just the next week almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, 
He's slowly turning, you know, he's slowly gaining weight, his hair's turning white, and he's, he's growing a big beard. And then uh, the, the rest of the movie is kind of the story about how everyone thinks he's faking it to win favour with his son, uh, <laughs> but he's not. He's really Santa Claus. And yeah. at the end of the movie, the message is like, Santa Claus is real. So if, if a, a, da- a divorced dad is doing these things to try and you know <laughs> get more time with his son it's because he is santa claus okay? yeah <laughs> um yeah and so we've we've thrown around uh recently on the podcast talking about the idea of santatheism mm. which is uh whether or not a film treats santa as a real person yeah so a film that uh where santa's not real is a santatheist film these are very clearly sant sant theist sant theist yeah <laughs> Um, doesn't work, does it? It doesn't, because it's more or less the same word. <laughs> if anybody can think of a better pun for movies that believe in Santa, um, shout it out at any point in the show. I'm also curious to know what films would count as Santnostic. Oh, we know, oh, we discussed no, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually um, Klaus on Netflix uh, is um, Satanostic. Yeah. yeah, Everyone should go watch Klaus, it's very good. Yeah, it's fucking good. Um, <laughs> go watch so, it instead of this, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, then we have the Santa Claus 2. Now, that film... Um, there's Santa's been t- Tim Allen has been Santa for eight years now, mm. and um, the s- the entire length of Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> the um, second in charge elf um, Curtis, played by Spencer Breslin, reveals that for some reason, after eight years, Santa has to get married or Christmas will stop. Mm. Um, well, he'll he'll, he'll de-Santify. And and can you imagine? You're a you're a, a a chubby man who looks like he's in about his sixties, uh, and they're like, you have to find a, a wife yeah. in a month or Christmas is gone. Yeah, it's fucking Curtis. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, for some reason, eight years is the cutoff. Um, you're allowed to be a Santa bachelor for a Santachula. <laughs> um, but so he creates a robot Hitler Santa Claus to take over the North Pole. <laughs> Um, he dresses up as like a like a Gustavo, yeah. At one point, so it's not. Um, so yeah. yeah, he clones himself as a as a robot essentially, uh, so that he can go to um, wherever they New live, New York, New York, whatever, um, to try and get his son off the naughty list, which is also the subplot. Which to this is film. The, the better plot, I think. That's the better logline of the Santa Claus too, is that he yeah. finds out his son is on the naughty uh, list. But he ends up anyway falling in love with the. Um, the business-minded, hard-ass uh, principal Carol Newman, yeah. who uh, of Charlie's school, uh, who uh, eventually he says, "I have to marry you, or Christmas will never happen again." Um, and also, if you agree to marry me, you're going to be stuck at the North Pole, yeah. and you have three minutes to make this decision. And we've it's known what, each other for a every, month. It's what every woman dreams of hearing. Yeah. That's a, that's true love. That's yeah. how you know it's so real. So she agrees to a life of indentured servitude. <laughs> um, just being, you know, Santa's... We need to cancel Santa. Yeah. It's problematic. Uh, but anyway, and then uh, Christmas happens. So <laughs> <laughs> well, he, defeats, he defeats Toy Santa. Yeah, Robert Who's Hitler the, the on-brand name for Hitler Santa. Yeah. Uh, and now for the third film... Uh, the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Mm. Uh, so in this one, uh, there's kind of two major plot lines. Mrs. Claus is pregnant. She's going to give birth any moment. And she's missing her family because she's at the 
North Pole surrounded by elves and she's very specific that she wants to be around tall people mm. <laughs> which I was, I was actually really offended by um, so uh, Santa arranges for her parents to come up to the North Pole but so that they don't find out he's Santa they rebrand the North Pole as Canada yeah and they say like these aren't elves this is just what Canadians look like that's right and the parents are so like chronically incurious about life that they <laughs> that they just completely accept that um, the other the other plot line is uh, Jack Frost is uh, brought before the council of legend legendary creatures the council of yeah, legendary yeah, the, the, the guardian the rise of the guardians yeah so yeah. It's, it's mother nature and old man time father time, father time. Um, the sandman East the Molinator. The mol- yeah, the Tooth Fairy <laughs> rebrands as the Molinator. Yeah, that's I don't, it. I don't, For anyone who's seen the Santa Claus 2, they'll get that joke. I hate rebranding just what the joke is in the movie, like, and delivering it like, oh, it's a, it's a real good joke. They call him the Molinator. Yeah. Like, that's our joke now. <laughs> we took it. Uh, Speaking of yeah. rebranding, Jack Frost has set up his own, like, rival Christmas, Frostmas, uh, and that's why he's being brought before the council. His punishment is community service working at the North Pole, mm-hmm. and then he just ruins everything it's basically a remake of Othello mm. yeah, as yeah. Jack Frost like worms his way into the trust it's, of all of these people it's like Othello meets Shrek forever after <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the plot of the film that's, <laughs> a, that's the Venn diagram we've been dreaming of yeah, yeah. <laughs> finally so, by then about halfway half an hour from the end the actual movie happens mm. which yeah. is when the, the escape clause uh, which is the other, the final clause is that if Santa ever holds his personal snow globe, yeah. which is apparently an important thing. Yeah, he has a snow globe collection in this film um, <laughs> that he was just introduced, but it's really important. To but him. also, he has what he has this one special snow globe. Yeah. If he holds that and and says, "I wish I'd never been Santa at all," then oh, he is. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he says that after. He's he's transported into an alternate universe where. He never put on the Santa suit. And uh, so Jack Frost tricks him into doing that. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I missed that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we go into this alternate reality where Tim Allen is is a sad toy executive and everyone's relationships Hmm. have broken up. Awful. Tragic. And uh, meanwhile, Jack Frost has turned the North Pole into kind of a capitalistic theme park uh, where people can go to spend a lot of money. I don't know why Jack Frost wants money uh, but he seems to be trying to acquire it and so then Tim Allen managed to trick Jack Frost into saying the Santa Claus and then everything is solved instantly 15 minutes later Uh, and that's the the baby happens and Christmas happens yeah yeah thank god Um, (laughs) it happened the baby it happened (laughs) okay so what did we think of the films and also I'm curious to know what's your experiences with the films because I heard, Brendan, you've never seen any of them. Never seen any of them. Although, growing up, I was right in the demographic for home improvement. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, Tim Allen meant a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> More than Santa? The, I, believed, I believed in Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when did everyone I, stop believing in Tim <laughs> Allen? <laughs> Probably about five years ago, I think, yeah, when yeah. some news came out. I actually, <laughs> I actually saw Tim Allen at the mall today, um, letting kids sit on his lap and... <laughs> He was dressed how he was dressed in the Santa Claus. Right. Was that the joke you were trying to make when I you messaged was. me saying that you saw Tim Allen? Was, that was me workshopping a future joke <laughs> for the podcast, which was no better when I delivered it. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, cool. Um, 
Is he in Which New mall was he at? <laughs> South um, City. I wouldn't have been him then. It's <laughs> a Christchurch joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now watching the films as a um, thirty-something. Oh, okay, um, so <laughs> I the the most shocking thing was watching Santa Claus One. Uh, I discovered that I'm one year older than uh, than Tim Allen's character in the Santa Claus. Wow. So how old's Tim Allen's character? Thirty-eight. Oh, and so I haven't, <laughs> I haven't even, mur- I haven't murdered a single like legendary figure, wow. and I'm, oh, I'm or, I feel like I've You're over the underachieved. Hill. You yeah. murdered them when you stopped believing in them. Oh, that's good then. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Tim Allen died. Um, so, and AJ, what about you? Um, I had seen them all at some stage, but I didn't really, I didn't really feel like I remembered them all that well but you hear certain sound bites from each of the films and you go I've seen this movie yeah, yeah. and there's there's some real obvious I think the most the most enduring line from this trilogy is when someone tells Jack Frost to chill and he goes I invented chill <laughs> um, played by Martin Short yeah Jungle to Jungle's Martin Short the, the, when, when did the Santa Claus 3 come out what year 2006 that was when everyone was like gagging for a Martin Short vehicle right? yeah 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 <laughs> 2006 I need more Martin Short uh, yeah um, and in the second one there's a there's another famous sound bite where do you want to do it no, no, you, you've been working on your okay. Tim Allen impression. Okay. I don't want to, tell, I don't want to rob the audience of T- that. Tim Allen, Tim Allen, who's he's just Tim Allen, he's not even Santa, <laughs> um, finds out that he's got to get married and he goes, I gotta get married! And these are like the clips they put in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, but for me, the thing that I heard in the first film that I don't think is a particularly iconic line, but I must have had a VHS that had the trailer for the Santa Claus on like Aladdin or something and I watched it heaps of times as a kid. And so when... In the first Santa Claus, when his son goes, he is too Santa, my brain was like, <gasps> and I went back to when I was like four years old watching whatever VHS that was, and that, that line specifically just em, em, like evokes living as a young child in the 90s and like just that line, that little yeah. whiny kid being like, he's too Santa. No, yeah, well, so I'd seen... Well, like the, the the first one's one of those films that I am quite nostalgic for. I can admit it has flaws, but it is a it is a sand, uh, Christmas movie that I grew up on. Uh, the second one, yeah, again I've seen quite a few times, and I still quite like the third one. I remember going to see in the cinema mm-hmm. um, with a guy who fucking hates me now, <laughs> um, Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, the, uh, is he here tonight? <laughs> uh, but. I watching them again, and because I've watched, the, I've done the whole rewatch all three of them a couple of Christmases. Um, but watching it this time, I made the decision that I fucking hate the third movie. Interesting. <laughs> like I, I was watching, I was like, no, actually, I'm gonna, I'm adding this to my to my hate list, oh, to the naughty your list. naughty list. Yeah. Um, what a bad movie. <laughs> I don't know, what did you, like, because Bryn, not having seen them before, did you think there was a noticeable, uh, like, how did the quality waver across the franchise for you? For me, the second film is is by far my favourite. Mm. Mm. Big Elizabeth Mitchell fan, eh? Mm. Yeah, apparently, yes. <laughs> uh, she plays Mrs. Claus. She's Juliet from Lost as well, if you haven't, if you watched Do you remember Lost. V? That was what she starred in after Lost went off air. She was in the, a very short-lived remake of the That's TV what the V stands for. V, yeah, very Sure. <laughs> no, no, just very. very yeah. <laughs> um, the third one, I don't think I have the same animosity towards it. Mm, like yeah. it's, it's not like it's, it's a real, it's a mess. 
That's a, yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's trying. Yeah, I I kind of agree with Brendan. I don't, and, and I know like there like if you look up the Santa Claus memes, um, you'll find like people like like denounce the third film. But watching them, I was like, the first one is like. The first one's a good, like, young adult movie almost. Like, it's yeah. there, there are adult themes in it that you don't see in the second one, which is a really good kids movie, but it is a lot more child-friendly. And then the third one was, like, not a, not as good child-friendly. I don't know. Well, for me, I saw it, and I... Because that was my first ever Martin Short um, film. Yeah. And it's only very recently that I've actually been able to stomach watching him in other things. <laughs> um, like, he's in an episode of Arrested Development where he plays their uncle who yes. has to be, like, carried around. The bullet. I cannot watch that episode. Such a good episode. I hate it. Toss me! Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, I've started to accept um, him as like an important figure in the world of comedy along the same lines as Steve Martin. And they're actually both coming to New Zealand, I think. Um, I'm not going to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, but I cannot watch any of his roles just because of, mm. I invented chill. I feel like I don't like anyone, any of the major stars in this, this Interesting. Trilogy. Because like we all, no one really likes Tim Allen anymore, right? Can we all agree mm-hmm. on that? Yeah. Um, and I don't really like Martin Short for similar reasons. It's, again, it's just like, what are you doing this? What are you doing this movie for? Why did I need a Martin Short movie at this point yeah. in history? Uh, and you know what? I'm calling him out. I I literally Judge Reinhold, who plays the stepdad, yeah. famous bull. Uh, Judge Reinhold is he? Well, he's also like um, <laughs> as an opposite he, of a cuck. Is that yeah, yeah, because he right. cucks Tim Allen in this film. Oh, right. And then he cucks Jim Carrey and Liar Liar as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and then he cucks Beethoven because he's in some of the Beethoven. Yeah, yeah, he's in four and five. Um, no, three and four. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> um, no, I I tweeted Judge Reinhold. I can't remember what he said, but it was something that you know vaguely insinuated that men aren't men anymore because of how sissy they are. And I tweeted, yeah, because because he, he said cucks so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I tweeted some like cool. You know, I can, this is a bad story. I yeah, it is. I'm anyway, really curious I'm, to see I'm, where it's I'm, going. I think again. I think we should cancel Judge Reinhold. I'm, I'm on the, on the. I'm devastated. Yeah, any big Judge Reinhold fans here? Who knows who he is? He's also on Arrested mm. Development. Is he? Mock uh, trial with Judge Reinhold. Oh yes. Man, big, big third, uh, third season plotline. Yes. Uh, you're a big Judge Reinhold fan, are you? Oh, no, only <laughs> in this movie. Okay. Oh, these, these movies. I, he, like. You know, this whole thing about how the, the main character of a movie is a bit of a dick, yeah. and then the... Like my there's, life. There's the, there's the wife and the wife's new boyfriend, and then the new boyfriend seems like a really nice guy, mm. and then at the end, to facilitate the redemption of the main character, the boyfriend turns out to be really evil. Mm. Like, it yeah. happens in so many movies. And so I had this anxiety watching the film that Neil Judge Reinhold was going to turn out to be real evil at the end right but so in, you didn't think he was evil when no. he was like trying to take away Tim Allen's custody of his child Tim Allen <laughs> was so horrible <laughs> he was like he's Santa he was he, he was so vicious at the start and the insults that he was laying down to his wife and to yeah. and to Neil and to just random children <laughs> and like I think as well with our with our um, 
demographic. The idea, like, t- a big thing that Tim Allen likes to do, because um, Judd Reinhold's, I should call them by their actual character names, Neil is a, is a psychiatrist, mm. and boy, does, does Tim Allen's Scott Calvin like making Judd fun of that. Does not believe in like, that. Yeah, does not believe in mental health. Like, do not take care of yourself. It does not matter. It is all just fluff. Yeah. That's, that's his ad- Across all three movies. And so, even when Eve Santa does not take <laughs> mental health seriously, that's what we're left with. But at the end of the film, when... So Santa has, like, the one trick that wins people over is he psychically knows whatever you wanted as a child, and then he gives you that gift, and then you're his. Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's cold reading. <laughs> so, um... That's a, a pun. Neil... Because it's snow, Santa. Yeah, nice. Ah. I made a pun. I'm going to um, call my mum after this and be like, mum, I did Call it. her now. My phone's over. <laughs> Neil, reveal, Neil reveals that he, he always wanted this Oscar Mayer wiener whistle. Yeah. yeah. And a weenie he, whistle. A weenie whistle. They call it a weenie whistle. A weenie yeah. whistle. Yeah. Several at, times. At the, <laughs> at the end of the film, this tenderness and sincerity with which he blows this little weenie whistle just completely melted my heart. Mm, right. Aww. Yeah. And that, that's why you like Judge that's, Reinhold. That's why, from that point on, I was all in on Neil. You're a Judge Reinhold stan. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, is anyone a Spencer Breslin stan? <laughs> Does anyone remember Spencer Breslin? <laughs> uh, he, he plays, like, one of the 900-year-old elves, which, by the way, he's, in real life, in the second one, he's like eight and then in the next one he's like 11 and it's like he's 900 you, elves age a lot between 900 <laughs> and 903 <laughs> yeah um he's, he's abigail breslin's older brother who's more famous now but still not that famous yeah well she's oscar nominated is she yeah um little miss sunshine i'm pretty sure oh well something i don't know she's little miss sunshine or she's in zombie land or she was anyway yeah. <laughs> um okay so uh the critics do agree with me Good. That the third one is bad mm. and the worst one. But uh, does anyone want to take a guess? Well, they agree with me too. I think the, <laughs> the third one is the worst one as well. You can't claim this, Richard. I'm not letting you. I've claimed. Damn it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to guess what they have on Rotten Tomatoes? You probably see my phone screen. I'm not looking. Good. I think I think the first one must be about like 50%. Ooh. Bold. Yeah, I'm going to go... 53 you're both wrong does anyone in the audience want to guess guess a number 58% 58 anyone want to go higher 74 74 yeah someone's looked it up <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah, so when someone else guesses it right they've looked it up but when you guess it right on every single episode go back and listen he's just good at it he just knows he's got a sixth sense uh, okay what about the second film uh, that'll, so the first, first one? 74. 74. So the second one will be like 60. I mean, I want to say it's higher, but I think it's lower. I think it's like 40. Right. So for the audience. 56? Yeah, it's 56. Yeah. Um, and then the third one, a marked decline. Mm, uh, 24. Nah. 17. 17. Um, okay. You, you looked it up. You looked at this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think it's important um, in this film, uh, with this franchise specifically, to talk about the rules. Because, it's I mean, it's its titled after it's the contract mm-hmm. and the clause in that contract, which makes you Santa. Um, but there's a lot of inconsistencies, right? Okay. Um, Name one inconsistency. <laughs> well, okay. No, it's not necessarily an inconsistency, but I think it's weird that... 
Uh, Scott puts on the thing, the the, the thing, the, the, the jacket, suit. the suit, and goes to North Pole, and everyone's just like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because by the, the second film, everyone loves Santa. Mm. Um, but they didn't seem to care when the last one was murdered. So how bad was the first Santa? Yeah. Yeah. Must have been awful. I mean, because they, even, they, they, they weren't that unhappy with robot Hitler Santa. No. So we've got a benchmark for what they tolerate, yeah. and we know that the previous Santa was worse than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of that too, yeah. Yeah, and then also... Because you don't actually see much of original Santa. He's on the roof, and he goes, hey, what are you doing on the roof? And he's like, whoa! And then he falls off. You don't see his face. You only hear him say, whoa! So yeah. we are given no personality. He could have been... Pretty bad. A pedophile. And, <laughs> <laughs> and also, given Which is not what you want in a Santa. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. You're like, I'm not saying they're good. <laughs> yeah. uh, that would mean, just saying the word doesn't mean I'm pro. <laughs> part of part of Santa's like magical paraphernalia is a sack that floats and carries him around. Yeah. So for for that previous Santa to be able to fall off a roof and die means that. Either he's incredibly incompetent, or even his magical sack has turned against him. <laughs> this might actually be like a plot yeah. from the elves I to get rid of the absolutely. previous Santa. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, I reckon I could fall off a roof into a pile of snow and not die. And also, also on, on that subject, this is the first time this has happened? Is this the first? Well, we don't know. Or well, how many Santas were there, elves? Well, how and, many Santas were and there? And also, how long has that previous Santa been Santa? Because if it's more than eight years, is there a Mrs. Claus that just disappeared? A, a widowed Mrs. Claus. Yeah, where they just go like they get the the beacon goes like mm. um, the 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 sleigh's like homing device just goes dark, and they go, "Sorry, lady, you got to move out. Your husband's <laughs> dead." But I'm or pregnant. does she just disappear? I'm asking you, AJ. Okay. Um, yes. No. Oh, no Would okay, she disappear? Yeah. That's a. That's a. He didn't tell her that when she agreed to marry him on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, if I, I ever die, you you'll be burned on the pile with me. <laughs> <laughs> you speak like there's like a cellar where all the old Mrs. Clauses just go to hmm. to die. Well, in Santa's bedroom, there's an enormous furnace shaped like his head. Mm. With a like, flames. did they make that? They, well, they just, they just like, they just like feed Mrs. Claus into it. Yeah, yeah, because mm. it moves as well. Like it would chew her. Yeah, <laughs> it would chew her. Yeah, but um, so what else? So th- like one thing that I think a lot of people, especially a lot of kids, probably like this film growing up is it. It does some work to explain some inconsistencies in the Santa mythology. Yeah. So things like. Oh, what if you don't have a chimney? It's like, well, he squeezes down this little pipe that every house has on top of it. Um, and then if you don't have a fireplace, uh, it does this shitty 90s morph mm. um, where it creates a fireplace in your wall uh, and then he'll he'll come in there. But one thing that it never attempts to explain is how he delivers all the presents in one night. Because no, he's pretty they, slow. They mention a time travel or a time pausing mechanism in do you need some more water (laughs) there's a bit there is a bit of tech babble there that is meant to explain that yes correct what I want to know yeah go so (laughs) since this is a go Santheist yeah or does anyone have a better word yet no looking forward to continue the franchise (laughs) (laughs) that means that Santa actually does go around and deliver presents so why do no adults believe 
not yeah. not believe in Santa. Th- this is the big question. This and, is the fundamental that. question with every Sant theist movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yes. That's good. We'll work with that for now. Okay. Not Thank that you. it's not great. <laughs> um, yeah. So because. And, and yeah, also, sorry, yeah, go. Um, because all the kids, uh, or in the second film, there's the, the best scene in the franchise, I'm, I'm so boldly will say, um, where they go, uh, Principal Carol Newman takes uh, Tim Allen to a staff party, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty pretty dead, so he's like, oh, let's have a secret Santa, I've got, I found this big sack of toys out back, and he uses his magic to give everyone every toy they never got when they were a kid. Um, but why didn't the old Santa give them to them? Mm. Yeah, and it's the same with Neil and what was the mother's name? Mrs. It's Calvin. Calvin. <laughs> not, no, not even, she wouldn't be Calvin anymore. Uh, Laura, Miller, Laura, Miller. Miller. Laura Miller. Laura Miller. Yeah, so <laughs> they, you know, they were sad because they didn't get these presents when they were a kid. Yeah. Is it that Santa has some policy, you reach a certain age, I stop giving you presents, and that causes you to... Yeah, Stop like believing it's like a magical... in, in Santa. Yeah, you know how in the Matrix, how everyone's been living in 1999 for like a thousand years or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But but no one realizes it because it's like the, the the part of their brain that goes, "I've been living in 1999 for so long," is like turned off. Maybe it's like that. Maybe so. So yeah, Santa still delivers presents, but the part of your brain as a parent that would go. Where are these presents come from? Is turned off. It goes. Oh, I bought these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so selfless of Santa. Oh, well, new Santa, old guy. Santa. The jury's still out because we don't know enough about him, and we know for a fact he's worse than a robot Hitler. <laughs> um, yeah. The the other thing as well that's quite funny looking at the Santa mythology now is the the idea of giving kids coal, um, which the burning of coal is contributing to the melting of the North Pole. Yeah, the, these movies. Santa's Self-destructive like, action from Santa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This the just too many naughty kids. He's like, just kill me now. Santa's unsust- unsustainable. The whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole goddamn project is unsustainable. They need to, they need to cancel Christmas. Yeah, if we're going to keep burning coal, it's uh, you, not you work. talked about the um, the scene where Santa gets murdered. But yeah. uh, fun fact, very fun fact. Yeah. Um, did you know that in the original script, Tim Allen revealed in an, in, in an interview recently that um, the original script called for him to go outside, see there was an intruder, and shoot him. Because oh. it's, it's killing him. They they do. I was thinking about this while watching it because the, when he falls off the roof. Charlie, his son, goes, "You killed him," which is another line that must have been in the trailer because. It, sparked some triggered you yeah yeah triggered me um but beyond that they don't really use the k word again you know it's more there's just a new santa and i can imagine the screenwriters being like hey it's pretty it's pretty fucking dark like (laughs) do we just ignore it do we just move past it and pretend you know it's only if you think about it only if you think about these like horrific like alpha alpha wolf kind of rules of being a santa you mean like e Alpha, wolf. alpha, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's what they call it. You know, <laughs> you know, like, like the the rules of being a Santa are pretty, or becoming a Santa are pretty like primitive. You know, you you defeat the person and then you take on their role. And also, the there fact can you, only be one. Yeah, yeah, Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> and also the, the fact that you don't get to turn. Well, you, I mean, there's the escape clause, but we don't find that about that till nine years later. But like, you don't get to turn it down. It's very like you have to give up. It's well, no. So the thing is, it's it just the clause simply says 
the reindeer will know what to do. There's nothing about taking over Santa. Yeah. Let's, it's, he should argue that in a court of law. Yeah. Yeah. If only um, his wife had married a judge, not a... Not, not a, a Reinhold. <laughs> not a Reinhold. <laughs> That's, that was good, Brendan. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Um, okay, so do you guys want to know just some... I've got some random fun facts here, and then, um, Brendan, I would love to hear some of your observations you've written down. Okay. but um, So uh, there's a fun... <laughs> this like was a big problem for Disney, um, that... Uh, near the beginning of the film there's a brief exchange between Scott and Laura where um, she's like come on you need to go see Neil um, and gives him his phone number and he goes oh 1-800-SPANK-ME I know that number Mm. Uh, but this was a real number and so um, Disney has since had to remove it from future releases of it um, because some um, some kid called it and racked up a $400 US phone bill um, and now I think since that Disney's now purchased that number, so that they, so that, that won't happen again. So Walt Disney presents I had hundred spank me. <laughs> yeah, you, you call one eight hundred. That's my continue me, the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, so this was Tim Allen's first lead role, but in nineteen ninety four he was pretty hot property. This was before Toy Story, mm. but it was uh, during Home Improvement. And for a while in nineteen ninety four, he had the number one TV show, Home Improvement, the number one movie the Santa Claus and the number one book on the uh, New York Times bestseller list uh, which was Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man I think it's called um, it's good advice I'm sure it's full of right wing yeah. um, weird um, views yeah. uh, they probably haven't aged too well no um, but yeah and then also Disney uh, had to break its number one rule to not hire ex-cons because uh, oh. Tim Allen sold a little bit of cocaine it's called Snow Baby. It's Santa Claus. That's the Christmas magic. Have you seen this? Like a, um, I think it was Walmart had to take a, um, a, a jumper off the shelves recently because it had this design on it that said "Let it snow." Or maybe it might have said "Let it snow, baby," and it was like Santa doing lines of cocaine. And for some reason, people were just like, "Oh yeah, this is just this is what kids are into." <laughs> okay. Cocaine. Yeah. Uh, but now that's uh, no longer available. No. <laughs> so Brendan. What's your what's your best observation? <laughs> <laughs> Name your best obs V, dude. Okay, that's a well, hard word to try and show. I, I think that we need to view this trilogy like Santa as a concept needs to be viewed as a kind of parasite <laughs> that gets passed on yeah. and it's like, a curse. It's, it's, it like takes over and controls because Scott Calvin, the character, never improves. He never becomes a better person. It's just the Santa-ness that makes him into a better person. Oh. Right? Because in, in the second, <laughs> in the the second movie, when he, the desantification process begins, yeah, he returns... My least, sorry, that's my least favourite part of the whole franchise, is Spencer Breslin's delivery of... <laughs> the desantification process has begun! <laughs> Awful. <laughs> he, he, once he's desantified, he's back to being just a complete arsehole again. Mm. And so he never... At no point does he ever like learn a lesson or become a better person. He just gets taken over by a better person. And while he's the only reason his son loves him is because he's Santa, yeah, not yeah. because of anything he's done. The only reason his wife agrees to marry him is because he's Santa. Well, and also Christmas will never happen again. Uh, and because doesn't. of the like, talk about high stakes proposals. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very unfair. She can't he, turn it down because the implication. <laughs> The Santa Claus is the anti the mask. 
The masks oh. turned Stanley Ipkiss into not a worse person, but certainly a more manic w- and irresponsible, wacky a wackier person. And putting on the suit turns Scott Calvin into his wackiness levels drop <laughs> considerably, <laughs> and he becomes Santa. Yeah. The reason, I mean, the reason I love that second movie so much is that there's so much niceness in it. Yeah, yeah. right. This, it starts with yeah. Santa walking around the toy shop like he's like Tim Gunn, mm. right? He's like, oh, great job there. Oh, tried doing. <laughs> <laughs> there's that there's that scene you mentioned where everyone gets presents yeah. it's just really happy yeah I also like the second one a lot because uh, Toy Santa is Tim Allen's best work I think yeah because, you reckon because okay you haven't what? seen the shaggy dog have you <laughs> I have or wild hogs <laughs> oh I didn't think of wild hogs no I mean t- Tim Allen like we've, we, I think we've talked about this before that how funny it is that the, the faces of Toy Story is like best actor like living today Tom Hanks and Tim Allen you know yeah. and how like, 1995's Tim Allen yeah <laughs> and like Tim Allen I can't think of like an, any kind of like iconic movie he's done where he played, where he, where he gave a particularly like big performance, you know, like Adam Sandler's got Punch Drunk Love. Tim Allen doesn't have that, you know. Yeah. He doesn't like Will Ferrell's got Stranger Than Fiction. Tim Allen doesn't have that. And so, Toy Santa in uh, the Santa Claus Two. If you guys haven't seen it, he is like he looks terrifying. It looks great though. Like the prosthetics are great. He, Make he, up your mind. Ma- is he terrifying or great? Well, he looks great as at being terrifying, oh. and he's he's like a real erratic Tim Allen. He's like, ha ha. My favorite line in um, the Santa Claus Two is when he's looking in the mirror, and he's kind of got like an infant mind because he's like just been born essentially. Yeah. So he's like learning things, and he he looks at himself in the mirror and he says something like, "I'm Santa." Boo! <laughs> like, I love the idea of Boo replacing Ho 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 as Santa's catchphrase. Um, and, he, and he has like an Age of Ultron philosophy of like everyone's naughty, basically. Which is, that's a good idea for your Santa Claus mythology yeah. movie. You know, and it's which just, is in Futurama, isn't it? The, the oh, Robo, yeah, that's Robo, the Robo Santa. Santa. They did yeah. it before Futurama. No, they, they would have been around the same time. Uh, it would have been after. Oh. Mm. Um, ring ring Disney you've got a lawsuit on your hands (laughs) Uh, and it's just it's so funny and it's it's so weird the the, the climax of the film is um, real Santa and fake Santa on the sleigh together and and it's not Tim Allen as fake Santa for these scenes the the camera's Mm. very shaky but if you actually look at him it's not Tim Allen Um, and he's like trying to stop him from exiting the North Pole because that's the that's when it's and they just go in a circle around the opening rather than aiming straight for it so that the climax of the movie can happen yeah yeah and like he, he has a part where he's like you are a sad sad little man which is a, a sad, toy, strange little man. sad strange little man which is a toy story quote which is a weird thing to put in your movie anyway um and tim allen wants to remind you of his one good role yeah <laughs> of buzz Lightyear. yeah um and but like this scene could have been played in a way that's like evil santa is like real maniacal in this moment and, and you kind of see how evil is but he doesn't change and he's still just being like whoa, whoa what's going on it's it's so interesting and it's so funny and i, I that's that's my favorite part of the trilogy i think is is toy santa wow okay yeah. uh brendan i just have one more question yeah, no, please yeah please why does santa in his bedroom have a permanent punch and judy puppet show going on yeah. 24 hours yeah. a day yeah. And speaking of Judy, the, that's the name of the like, the elf, the like goody two shoes elf, his, the, the iCarly elf. Um, his elf. It's not actually like played by iCarly. Yeah, like his little handmaiden, um, <laughs> who he weirdly like flirts with. Um, 
In the first film. Some people, yeah, know what I'm talking about. That, so she comes in... She's The actress is a child. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's why it's weird. The actress is a 900. Sorry, yeah. I should have clarified that. <laughs> um, so she's a little... Yeah, she's a little girl and she comes in with some cocoa and like... It's weird to describe like... I don't want to describe it. But she, her, her performance is, is weirdly like breathy and kind of right, you're saying it's it's a disturbingly um good performance for the, the director was like i need you to be flirty yeah yeah, yeah. Year old girl and she she ran with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then tim allen's like you know you know your way around some coca he doesn't say that but it's it's the subtext of the scene and it's and it's real he adjusts to life at the north pole pretty quickly i think he's like well there's no tall people around she says she's 900 mm. um i'm divorced i'm, a, I'm single yeah I gotta get married! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Brendan, have you got any more... Because um, you've got pages of notes, I don't want them to go to waste. Have you got any more you want? Or should we, we can have one of our little segments? Let's go to the segment. Okay, I've, so... Can yeah. I... Whoa! Um, on the subject of the that creepy scene, I want us to... This is, this is a brief aside. This is my... This is my segment, my personal segment. Yeah. Called, Imagine If this These Were Santatheist Movies. Okay, they're the same movies, but imagine Santa's actually not real. Are you going to do this for every franchise? Every franchise, if, if <laughs> Santa's not real. Imagine <laughs> if the Godfather Santa wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, imagine he's not real. We've, we've sort of already talked about how, like, then the first movie is just a manipulative you know grief stricken divorced dad who is pretending to be Santa so that his son likes him more which is what everyone thinks is happening like they go to like a, a child psychiatrist and stuff and, and it's just, this whole thing there's a scene in this in the first one as well where where he's just sort of transitioning into Santa Claus um where a little girl comes up to him and like um she's like she knows he's Santa even though he, he hasn't fully accepted it himself and we cut away and when we come back the little girl <laughs> is sitting on his lap and there's a line of children Terrifying. Imagine if that happened to you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a dude. You're a dude, and and you know, in your in our age group, and you're at the park and a little at the playground, right? Sorry, I spat everywhere and I said playground. My drink bottle. <laughs> you're in, you're at the playground, like the textbook place for sex offenders to hang out. Yeah, yeah. And so why are we there? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's watching his kid, and then then a little girl comes and sits on your lap, and you're you're looking around at all these parents. The, in 1994, five, four, yeah, four. Like you could you could do this kind of stuff. You know, it, there wasn't you as could much. Be a sex. Well, no, but he's not a sex offender. That's what I'm saying. You can have you can have scenes where he's like holding hands with a little girl because he's Santa and he's a sweet old man, and we we this is in a pre-allegations coming out about yeah. whoever time and so we don't immediately go that's creepy but yeah. watching this now it's not only creepy but to put yourself in those shoes it's terrifying well yeah like to be to be Tim Allen in there and, and to just have have little kids you know, something actually like that happened to me once um, <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's your story go I was um, I was at the beach I would have been uh, it was, I was still in high school so it was like 17 mm. and um, me and my friend he, he lived near the beach and we would just go to the beach and like dig holes because it's just fun to dig mm. and so you'd like you'd go mm. and any fans are digging here <laughs> yeah. yeah and um, we uh, we dug this hole and we would like you know bury your, bury your arm and it or bury your legs in it so we, we dug this giant hole uh, put our legs in it Filled it up, so we were essentially trapped there. And I was just digging like a little hole with my hand. And then this little boy um, runs up to us, 
and starts talking to us and wants to like he's like wow that's such a cool hole you've dug um but he was butt naked <laughs> and so he was um like he like honestly he's like you know three or something like that like I don't, I don't know how I don't know how kids are like he's, he's two I don't know he could walk um, <laughs> and he could talk um might have been and 900 he was naked. Oh. yeah he could have been 900 so it would be fine um <laughs> But no, anyway. wouldn't be fine. Then he's running around in decent exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but so he is. Uh, so my friend and I are trapped across from each other, making eye contact. Where a, a little boy's genitalia mm. is at eye level, yeah. running around. Um, Do you ever think you'd say little boy's genitalia in front of a crowd of people who've paid to come see you? Um, I, I didn't think I always, I'd do it again. <laughs> it was. I, I always kind of hoped. <laughs> uh, Bucket list, yeah. Um, yeah, and so that was probably one of the most uncomfortable moments of my life. Nice. Well, exactly. So you can relate to, to the idea, right? But the, 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 the of this of Saint Atheist, the Santa Claus. Um, yeah. Because the problem, the fundamental problem, and like again in the in the second one, he convinces a woman to marry him. If he's not actually Santa, he's convinced uh, like an adult woman to believe in Santa and also marry him. Um, uh, but but the problem with the movies then is that it's only the sweet, um, heartwarming story if Santa is real, right? The the what the lesson the movie is teaching you to apply to your life only works if Santa is real. And Santa's not real. Spoilers for real life uh, in in our universe, which means like, what lesson are we supposed to take from the Santa Claus? Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing because no one ever learns anything. Or yeah, the, the the only tangible thesis you could grab onto is like, he is Santa, so <laughs> he should be allowed to do all these things. But he's not Santa because Santa's not real, and neither's Tim Allen. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Um, okay, so we've got a couple of segments we like to do. Uh, one, we talk about titles a lot on this podcast. Mm. So much so that we created a segment called We Talk About Titles a Lot on this podcast. Um, so the reason for talking about titles is because we're a podcast that covers franchises. Uh, more franchises than not just completely fuck up their titling schemes. And it, it frustrates me to no end. And I don't know why I'm the only one who cares about it. I don't know why, why like Hollywood execs aren't being like, no, you called it X-Men Origins Wolverine. You need to call the next one X-Men Origins Name of Hero. Well, I think there was a deliberate choice to avoid That's true. people yeah. you know, lumping it in with Bad X-Men example. Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned that the, the first one was originally called Such a Clatter for some... It's crazy to me that they didn't come up with the, the Santa Claus first and be like, let's base a movie around that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's, like so, it's a title so perfect for, for the yeah, plot of the movie. Because it, it's it's, the title has ruined a generation's ability to spell the word clause oh I, d- I didn't get the joke till I was like 15 yeah. I was like that's just how you spell Santa Claus yeah um, but uh, I found online today uh, you can find a teaser trailer for the second film uh, which is a real weird trailer it's like mysterious shots of Santa and then um, it's like but a new Santa took over and there's just Tim Allen as Tim Allen <gasps> And then he's like, don't worry, I've got this all under control. And he's holding a snow globe, and then he drops it hilariously uh, after just saying he had it all under control. Mm. I see, yeah. And And then the home improvement theme song starts. (laughs) 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 Um, And then uh, the title comes down, it says, The Santa Claus 2, The Escape Clause, coming November 2001. 
Uh, so the second one was called The Escape Pods. Yeah, and also didn't come out for another three years. And he's holding a snow globe in the So they, they they shelved that idea to make the sequel we got. Yeah. Well, Very do you reckon they came up with like, oh, there needs to be some kind of ticking clock in the third one. What about a baby? Wait a minute, he's not married. What if he forced a woman into slavery? And one guy in the back of the room is like, you really want to make three Santa Claus movies? I think it's one of those uh, George R. R. Martin things where he like he originally started to, wanted to write one book, but it just it just really took off, mm. and he had to split it into more and more books. Yeah, the only reason they made uh, three Santa Claus movies is because they felt they had to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah any other thoughts on the title it is annoying that the second one isn't called like the Santa Claus 2 the Mrs. Claus that's what it should be called mm-hmm. yeah because that the, the, there is literally a Mrs. Claus and like they, as in they talk about the clause C-L-A-U-S-E called the Mrs. Claus so if you're going for consistency you would call the second one that yeah it's very puns are confusing to talk about dude I'm yeah. confused right now um, we also uh, have a little segment called Dumb IMDb Trivia. So um, IMDb has a trivia section, which I love looking at, but it's uh, user-submitted. So anyone can go and just write a piece of trivia, and then it, uh, you can click whether or not you find it, found it helpful or interesting. Uh, there's one piece of trivia uh, that this is, this is exactly what it says. Uh, almost no punctuation. Mm-hmm. Start spreading the news by jet or by sleigh. You want to be a part of it? North Pole, North Pole. You snooze and you lose, so come here to play. Here at the very heart of it, North Pole, North Pole. Come see the snowman up where no man's without a treat and watch this king of the chill. Ha! Turn up the heat. I invented chill! Those those summertime blues are melting away, although it's 55 below at North... At Polar North, you'll zip your parka tight. Sugar plum trees late at night. It's all for you, North Pole, North Pole. Start spreading the news by jet or by sleigh. You want to be a part of it, North Pole, North Pole? There wasn't actually a full stop there. I'm adding my own one to take a breath. Mm. Uh, you snooze and you lose to come here and it essentially just repeats. Um, doesn't say, these are Jack Frost's lyrics to New York, New York that he sings at the North Pole. Mm. It's just the lyrics with no punctuation. And no, no lead in. It doesn't. Yeah, no lead in. No you context. could just start reading there and be like, what a wacky piece of trivia. What, uh, yeah, I thought it was dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Brendan? You should sing it. Yeah. Brendan, you should sing it. <laughs> well, that does remind me that there was a song in the second film as well. Did you? There was like a hip hop song playing that had the lyric "Santa knows karate." Oh. <laughs> yes. I, it's it's a, from a song called "Unwritten" by Sam and Bean, featuring Sum Forty One. Yeah, I did Fr- see that, that from that, the album yeah. "Swallow My Eggnog." In a Disney movie. In a Disney movie. Nice. <laughs> Do you remember any more of the song? No. Do you know any Sum 41? <laughs> just, just can you give us a bit of fat lip? Alright, so, uh, I think we have the option now to take an intermission, don't we? Mm. Do you guys want one? You can go grab a drink, you can think of your continue the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should explain that... That they are going to be invited to continue. Yeah, yeah. The so, well. um, okay, we'll take a quick intermission. You can Sweet. grab a drink, um, fill up your drink bottles, whatever. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do. Go to the toilet? Yeah. Oh, and if you want to go to the toilet, it's uh, you have to go like to the bar next door. So go out the door, turn right, and then turn left into that first door. You'll find it. Um, 
the reindeer will know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to be giving our uh, continuations of the franchise, and then we'll open up the floor to you guys if you want to pitch your own, or if you have any other questions about the Santa Claus, or about us, or about that time I saw a little boy's genitalia. <laughs> Do you really want people to ask you more questions about that? Well, if there's anything that needs clarification, I would love to clarify it. Imagine if someone just real stitches you up. Like, <laughs> they ask real loaded questions. Okay, so uh, five, ten minutes? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. See you back here. Yay. All right, well, we'll go. So. <laughs> yeah, just continue to suck. What do you guys think of There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Chrismological. Yeah, all, all of the guardians. Holidays and Christmas. Mm. What about sentient? Sentient. 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 Yeah. It's good stuff. I like sentient. <laughs> sentient is the form that Timon takes from the sentient. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what the robot Hitler sent to him. <laughs> He's gained sentience. <laughs> <laughs> Orthodox. No, very good. Yeah, yeah. And that fits into like the kind of Russian origins of, <laughs> of Christmas. Are we are we recording again up the back? Sentaism. Any more? Any more? I don't know, what are other religions that we can make fun of by <laughs> changing their name? Santology. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> They're coming after us now. Yeah. Whoever the one Scientologist in the audience is like, all right, we've got another one. Just read I, just, <laughs> I just wanted to have a good time listening to a podcast, and now I got to report these guys <laughs> to L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, I mean, we've been talking about Neil the whole night, and uh, there's a pretty positive reflection of a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Judge Reinhold is a Scientologist. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I haven't looked surprised. into yeah. him. I'd be surprised. Tim Allen's a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah. This is very casual. Let's. That let's is very casual. We, we <laughs> All right, hey everyone. Um, uh, we'll probably cut out the intermission from the audio recording. <laughs> no, you left it in there for those listening to go to the toilet and go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're now up to a segment called "Continue the Franchise." So this is a segment where we each are going to pitch a continuation of the franchise. That being the franchise being the Santa Claus trilogy. If you've just joined us. Mm. Um, and it doesn't have to be a movie. Yeah. In the past, we've pitched video games, we've pitched TV shows. Uh, I think you once pitched um, for Land Before Time. You pitched a public service announcement, a, a press release, a press release that they wouldn't make anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. So uh, here's my idea. Okay. And so this is a, this is the purest form of continuing the franchise. It's just the Santa Claus Four. It's called the Santa Claus Four: The Retirement Clause. <gasps> So, uh, I looked it up. Apparently, retirement age in the US is like 67, weirdly. It's between 62 and 67. Someone probably knows more about this than I do. Um, feel free to comment. Uh, but anyway, Tim <laughs> Allen is actually 66, so this works oh. really well. Uh, so, he's nearing his 67th birthday, and then uh, his shitty he- uh, elf, Curtis, um, mm-hmm. 
forgot to tell him until he until the eve of his sixth until like a month before his birthday. How are they gonna get? How are they gonna get Spencer 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 Brislin? They DH him. (laughs) Irishman technology. Uh, And but you know what? He still walks like a like a mid twenties guy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't walk like a like a an an eleven year old playing a nine hundred year old. Yeah. So. Uh, the the original Santa contract, which was signed off screen, I guess, um, <laughs> was has a clause in it that when you reach retirement age, you have to give up being Santa. And so now, with one month until his sixty seventh birthday, he has to find an heir to the Santa fortune. I gotta get a protege. Thank <laughs> you. And uh, you know, the whole film would be: Does he give it to his, I guess, now thirteen year old son, Buddy? Who he had with Mrs. Claus, mm. or does Charlie finally get into the family imagine, business? Imagine thrusting the responsibility of being Santa onto your thirteen-year-old son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I guess that would be the thing. Maybe he's lost contact with Charlie because he's because Charlie would be what now? Like, does Charlie no longer thirty-ish? And oh. um, and maybe yeah, maybe oh fuck yeah, he's had um, <laughs> he's had that part of his brain yeah, yeah. switch off where yeah. he's forgotten his he had a dad. That happens in Narnia, dude. Yeah. The last yeah. Narnia book, she stops believing in Santa. <laughs> well, no, because Santa is Santa a Narnia, is a character right? in the yeah. Narnia so books, technically, yeah. that does happen. So maybe this is set in the same universe as Narnia. Yeah, so he's now got to reconnect with Charlie, make him believe in Santa again. Uh, otherwise, Christmas is going to be run by a 13-year-old kid. Uh, and also, you know, Which because it's 2019, you, there'd have to be something about how like the whole idea of Santa is dated and it's like commercialism and um all that kind of stuff and more north pole's melting because mm. but then also tim allen would probably object to that yeah because uh, of his tim allen refused to re- return for the santa claus 4 because it because didn't it, it, deny climate change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's my idea the santa claus 4 the retirement clause that's good man sweet Who wants i'll, to go, I'll next? go i'll yeah. go next go for it so i i'm pitching the santa claus colon origins Okay, and Wolverine. this this is Origins Wolverine. So this is I want to return to an idea we were talking about earlier of like how bad must the Santa that Tim Allen replaces be to for no one to care? Because as we said, he, they go. It's Tim Allen turns up to the North Pole and no one's like, oh my god, you killed the other Santa! Oh my god, they're, they're just like you're Santa now. Thank God we got rid of that other guy. Um, so I want to kind of explore that more and you know learn about uh, how bad that that previous santa was because i don't think because of because of the mrs clause i don't think he was santa for long oh. which could also mean so because at least in eight years because we never hear of so it, no of it. santa has ever made it to eight years before this santa specifically hasn't right. actually Perhaps, maybe no no santa's ever and that's why um curtis forgot about the mrs clause oh it's never come up fixing old problems in the canon mm, a very Star rogue Wars. one yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and and so, like, maybe maybe this guy, because we know he's evil or he's just not been Santa for long enough for anyone to care that he dies, um, <laughs> like, maybe he killed the Santa before him intentionally. Yeah. And it's, like, it's this it's this Shakespearean tragedy of, like, of how he, like, uh, you know, orchestrated the death of Santa so that he could become him. And then right at the height of his power, he gets distracted and falls off the roof on his, like, first Christmas. You know, and it's, like... Uh, you know. like he's actually only been Santa for like one house yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the because, second house with Scots and he's like oh, because crime doesn't pay it's, it's, a, it's a karmic story but there is an aspect that I want to touch on that, that I want to um, fold into this idea and that is that in um, 
in uh, the Santa Claus one, uh, Scott Calvin's boss is played by Peter Boyle, who you may remember as the dad on Everybody Loves Raymond. Deborah, Deborah, not that guy, not that dad, <laughs> not Raymond, the yeah, dad. Oh, okay. His dad, I think his name is Frank. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Um, he plays his boss, but then in the the second two films, uh, Peter Boyle plays uh, Father, Father Time. Time yeah. Father Time, right? Now you could look at this as like they they just cast and he's he's unrecognizable. They as just Peter loved Boyle. Peter Boyle so much. Yeah, yeah. He's un, you can't you, they don't look like the same character. Or you could look at it like every mythical, legendary character has a clause, in the same sense that if you kill this one, then you become, you become it, right? It. So somewhere along the way, Peter Boyle's character from the first film killed. Father Time, which is harder to do than killing Santa Claus, I guess, because I don't know where Father Time pops up. And I, I just, I want to explore. It'll be at New, New Year's Eve. He always turns up oh, at New Year's Eve. Oh, okay, there you go. Well, he's he's like omnipresent because there's always time. Hmm. Okay. Because because that's his that's his catchphrase. There's always time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so so. Maybe it's this this dual story where you're watching the 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 old Santa being um being killed in Santa Claus Origins, as well as like maybe you know maybe it goes past the timeline of the first film and Peter Boyle, Peter, Peter Boyle's character becoming Father Time. But one interesting thing though is that when they have the meeting in the Santa Claus Two, and Santa's like, I have to get married. It's a surprise to them as well. Mm-hmm. So that means that. Father Time, the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Mother Cupid, Nature. Mother Nature have all only been in those roles for less than eight years, right? Because none of them have heard of this before, which I think they would have. So therefore, I'm expanding this to a full-on expanded universe, a Santa Claus... Uh, I nearly said MCU because that's just shorthand for shared universe. The SSU, the Santa Shared Universe. Um, and we see just how all these, you know, beloved legendary characters get untimely like killed by accident or murdered killed or murdered <laughs> or, they, or assassinated yeah, yeah. or they die and they might be it might be an assassination technically because of the definition of assassination what is the definition of assassination if, if it's for political gain it's assassination mm. if it's personal it's murder <laughs> so look out you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, um, it's a bit of a mishmash of it's more, it's less of like a single movie and more like a, a, a spanning, new franchise. Yeah, a new franchise. Um, would you bring back Peter Boyle? He is. He's been dead for a few years. Head <laughs> yeah. up, Father Time. Bring him back. Can he br- can he rewind time? Can Father Time bring back people from the dead? There's there. Are, we'll have to wait for your movie. There are implications <laughs> yeah. of the Santa Claus. Uh, Brendan, what have you got? Okay, I'm going to skip past my initial idea, which was the uh, Santa Claus for the subclause, where he <laughs> accidentally kills Sean Connery's character from Hunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just want, I want to pick up on kind of some of the themes that you were bringing out mm. with Santa Claus for the termination clause. Mm. Um, so legendary figures start turning up dead. There's Watchmen. <laughs> Yeah, it's Watchmen. It's Watchmen. <laughs> it's, this is the gritty. This is the gritty one. Yes, um, claws. And That's the ultimate title. It it turns out 
that Santa is being hunted by Nick Saint, the son of the previous Santa, who is sitting oh. out to take revenge for the death of his father, and he's he's killing off legendary figures and taking their powers, like oh uh, my oh. god, like like Silent and Heroes. That's so yeah. good, Brendan. Like so, Fantastic <laughs> Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. He's like he's like working his way. He kills the Sandman so that he can put Cupid to sleep and kill Cupid. Oh, so that's so good. And he makes dude. Mother Nature fall in love. No, actually the. The mythical creatures' powers don't work on each other. Ah. So oh, I'm sorry, I oh. cut that out. <laughs> That's a good point. So he's working his way up to the Grim Reaper so that he can take out... Santa. We don't meet the Grim Reaper in, in yeah, this the is um, No, I'm, I'm good, good. And then, Who plays and, the Grim Reaper? And Santa Claus... Oh. Judge Reinhold takes out... <laughs> <laughs> yes! Um, and Santa has to make the decision about whether he will kill the Grim Reaper himself to take the power so that he can d- defeat Nick Saint. Right, so, so so Tim Allen becomes Grim Santa Claus Reaper plus all the other Tim Allen. Tim Allen becomes the face of magical of death. characters. Yeah, because he in the end he he kills <laughs> he, is, he yeah, kills yeah, Nick yeah. Saint, and so all of the all yeah. of the powers come to him. So it's, he's the everything. He's the everything. Yes, that's the that's the end game of this yeah, cinematic yeah. universe. Mm. Yeah, that's all awesome. the mythical creatures come out. And they're like, what you wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> One no. person's seen Endgame in the audience. <laughs> Why do you Either that or it wasn't game? funny. <laughs> and I doubt that. Um, okay, so uh, we're now at uh, the point where anyone from the audience can come up and... There's a microphone down here. a microphone here. down here. Um, uh, short people only, please. <laughs> Elves. Elves. Can- or Canadians. Yeah. Um, come up and so if you've got any questions uh, or a... Continuation of the franchise. Let's do continuations first okay. and then questions after. So if you've got a question, hold fire. Um, <laughs> come up to the to the stand. It's very daunting looking. Um, does anyone have a, an idea for a fourth stand? Uh, yep. Come on up. Form a line. <laughs> for those listening, there's a huge line. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a bit maybe, maybe start by saying your name. Oh, hi everyone. I'm, I'm Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Um, it's a bit bare bones at the moment, but I feel like the main thing that people won't really want from a Santa Claus 4 is Tim Allen. Mm. <laughs> so what I want is to, to figure out what happened to uh, Bernard between Santa Claus 2 and 3. Yeah, so that's um, he was the head elf in the first and yes. second one played by David Krumholtz, yep. who was too busy filming numbers with a 3 to return for the third one. <laughs> Number 3. So <laughs> I mean, all, all of the, the child elves get replaced. The only sort of con- continuation we have is... Uh, Bernard in the first one and second one and, and we have um, Curtis in the, the second one and the third one um, so there's some sort of weird ageing thing that happens with when you're a head elf maybe yeah because Judy gets replaced as well Judy, Judy's yeah. gone there's an Abby I think yeah, instead Abby, yeah. um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and then Abby gets replaced in the third one it's, yeah. I think it's because the actors are growing. Why she wearing a But I think that there must be some sort of elf retirement that happens. Oh. Um, and so what I want is to bring back David Krumholtz um, in his now form. Um, <laughs> he's been living like as a human. Maybe that's what happens with with elves when they retire. Mm. Um, some <laughs> sort of shenanigans uh, occur. And we Can have you list Santa some of the shenanigans? Uh, I, I feel like there's some there's some sort of sleigh crash or something. Oh, yeah. uh, oh my god! They write themselves. Is everyone okay? Yeah. No. Well, Santa's dead. Oh my god! Um, so he's going to have to. Someone's going to have to put on the suit. The reindeer will know what to do. <laughs> uh, so I want I want uh, Bernard to be the the new Santa and to just have a bit of like a, a flash through his life 
in Beautiful. retirement and cool. what's happened since then. Did you uh, did you have a title, sir? No, that's the one thing I, I couldn't figure AJ? out. AJ? Um, oh, no. Um, no. <laughs> I'm trying, because the story is vaguely familiar of Logan's run. Like, everyone, the, the mysterious retirement. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to think of a, a Santa-based Logan's run pun, if anyone can think of That's the title. It's called Santa-based Logan's run pun. There you go. Thank you. Working Thanks, Karen. Time. Thank you, Karen. Uh, who Who's else next? we got? Come on up. Hello. State your name. <laughs> for the record, my name is Brianna. Mm. Hey, and, what, and what do you have for us today? Um, mine's a little bit more like Richard's, uh, except it's oh, called um, Santa Claus for the Inheritance Clause. Um, because my question was, since the elves live 900 years, I had like that Doctor Who question. So does Santa become that sad figure who's all, all the family dies and he's still alive? Oh, oh yeah. Yes, Totally. Um, and so I reckon that, because <coughs> uh, I would argue that Scott Calvin actually does reform himself. Um, oh. <laughs> Theme Spider words. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, who is it in the second film who gives the presents to all the, the staff? What, was it was it Santa Claus or Scott his, Calvin? Using his Santa symbiote powers. Yeah, yeah and his risking, still- risking his role as Santa Claus to do so. Yeah, to, to have get the some ge- tail. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is still partly Santa at that point the in the movie. The parasite has oh, okay, to protect okay, itself. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, um, so I reckon that Scott Calvin decides that he's going to relinquish his powers as Santa Claus and die with Carol. Um, and so... Oh. He has to pass on the torch and he chooses to pass it on to Charlie. But Charlie, who we see in the first film, really, like, he loves Christmas, but he loves Christmas because it reconnects him to his father. Now has a year to step into the role of Santa Claus, like in the first film, but he has to come to terms with the fact that um, he's lost his father by... By becoming Santa Claus, yeah, he has to like smother him, <laughs> and so he has to, he has to, he like has to relearn to love Christmas because now it will always be associated with losing his dad. Oh, every yeah. idea that everyone in this room has pitched so far has been better than any of the Santa Claus movies. <laughs> <laughs> that that's so beautiful and tragic. He has to to to, to take up smother the mantle of yeah. Santa. Yeah. I can, tears pouring down yeah. his face as he yeah. not like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, Santa Claus for the Inheritance Clause. Thank you, Rihanna. Thanks, Rihanna. (laughs) You know, now 70. Yeah, come come on down. (laughs) All right, just kept making his way to the stage. All right, what's your name there, champ? Hey, guys, I'm Tyler. What do you want for Christmas? Uh, A weenie whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Poof, you've already got one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so this isn't a direct sequel This is sort of takes place between the first and second films It's called Workplace Investigation Clause A Santa Claus Story So so Scott Calvin must battle Frosty, the prosecution lawyer um, To fight, uh, fight through endless red tape and bureaucracy And a... What have I written here? A communist defamation case in order, <laughs> in order to save Christmas. Obviously, he, he murdered Santa Claus in the yeah. first one. That's a workplace accident, guys. Come on. <laughs> so it's taking that 2019 view, but sticking it right between 90... Let's say this is like 96. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something that happens another year. He goes to court, Frosty the Snowman, Frosty the Lawyer, um, and let's chuck in Rudolph because Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is mentioned twice, I think, in the third one, but not at all. Mm. So let's mm. throw him in there as a glaring omission, in my opinion, but I want this to be a law-based, gritty yeah. <laughs> court. So, like Rudolph comes in as a surprise witness with like a <laughs> cast around his neck. I yeah. think the reason Rudolph hasn't been in it is because back in the 90s they sold the rights of Rudolph to Sony so they can't actually they can they can really? mention him and have him in other movies but they can't have his own yeah. can't be in the no way Oh, they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't afford the light bulb to put on his nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so much in there. Having farted and stuff. But yeah, that's my idea, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I Thanks like so the much. bit at the end about the farting. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah, you extrapolate yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks very much. <laughs> All right, anyone else? Does anyone want to toy with an idea that's not a film? Oh, we've got someone here. Yes. Oh. You don't have to if you've already come down. <laughs> it is a film, I'm sorry. But Tyler kind of stole it. But it also combines the... Um, sorry, my name's Josiah. Everyone. Hello. Hello. Um, um, I did Buy School Musical uh, and the last High School Musical live ah, action yeah. uh, live podcast um, live action live action podcast, podcast. <laughs> live action podcast. Um, but Disney my idea is called the def- <laughs> my idea is called the defamation clause and it's a combination of um, the idea of the disappearing elves and it explains that plot hole but it also it's it's about the defamation of Santa right but this is a point where we realise through um, uh, accusations of someone listening in that Jack Frost and Santa were actually colluding right to try and transform the north pole into a theme park right to make money right and then but but as this happens this is the opening shot is someone hears that and then the reindeer are behind them and the tagline is santa claus for um the defamation clause the reindeer will know what to do okay (laughs) and there's there's a defamation clause that if anyone tries to defame santa the reindeer know what to do and so you have not miranda cosgrove in the first movie who and then it flashes back to her the reindeer take her out right she has to be replaced by another one they all say through through whatever inappropriate shenanigans santa has been up to um of which there are probably many um but yeah and we can use the frosty uh, motif and santa's got a law court but he has this massive capital behind him because he knew that as he was increasing the production and and exploiting the elves more and more defamation assaults would come against him um and and it's it's essentially the people the elves versus santa the mythical reindeer whole system um Perhaps there could be more things about him trying to conquer death and become a god, uh, and Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah all yeah. of it. We We've all tried it together. <laughs> but thank yeah. you. The, the the impeachment clause, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you Anyone else want to come down and, and pitch? I think we've only got three prizes. So if there's four people and three prizes, then someone's missing out. We can just get them out randomly. Um, <laughs> do we do we do that now or later? I'll do it later. Okay. Um, does anyone else want to come down? Does anyone else have any other comments or questions? Uh, it doesn't have to be a continuation of the franchise. Yes. I see a couple of hands up there. Come on up. And what's your name? I'm back. Um, my I name back. is Brianna again. Um, <clears throat> Brianna again. I have, I have two, two questions. Um, okay. um, uh, the first one is, do you think that uh, the th- in the third film with um, Jack Frost's uh, version of the North Pole. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, Disney is saying that all other theme parks are invalid because they don't have the magic of Disney because mm-hmm. Jack Frost doesn't have the magic of Santa anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like Disney's throwing that's, some that's shade at other theme parks, Universal maybe Studios. Six Flags, yeah. Universal Studios. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, technically Universal Studios is the magic of Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> she's right sorry I apologise <laughs> um, and then my other question is um, 
What what is your at what age did you stop believing in Santa? What gift didn't oh, you get? I have a good story about this. So that's my my th- my, I have my a other bad question. Story about this. Okay, uh, my, thank, the, you, Brianna. The, thank you, Brianna. The age I stopped believing in Santa, I think I was six years old, and my parents <laughs> used to be part of Amway. Do people know what Amway <laughs> is? Amway is an MLM, a multi-level marketing scheme, scheme yeah. Um, yeah. which they they pertain to this day. Like that's not the right word. They they maintain to this day that uh, it's the best time of their lives, and they love being in Amway, even though they oh, because they're able to be their own boss. Yeah, but and you can too. They, you know, they. <laughs> Um, and so my parents would often listen to cassette tapes that were like motivational speakers from, you know, people who had succeeded in Amway. And <laughs> I have a vivid memory of sitting in my lounge when I was six years old and my mum was listening to an Amway cassette tape and the motivational speaker was making some kind of point and she said, you remember when y'all believed in Santa Claus? You were all really disappointed when you found out there wasn't one, huh? Oh. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's why you now don't like pyramid schemes. That's why I hate pyramid schemes. Yeah. They um, the magic of Santa. I, I I remember I don't I don't remember myself, but I remember my sister stopped believing in Santa because um her so she would have been year th- like in, in primary school, but but like young enough where s- people were starting not to, but maybe sixty percent of the class still did. Um, and the teacher told them. Wow! Yeah, that's it. And and my mum went fucking nuts. Same thing. Same thing happened to my brother. Yeah, Yeah. my brother was told by his teacher that Santa's not real. Yeah, and it's not your place. Question though, Brendan, you're you're a father, right? I am. Yeah, a father Christmas. Do you think the idea of of lying to your children that there's a Santa? Do you think that's a problem? Are you, what, how are you going to handle Santa with uh, well, your child? So I never Brendan loves lying to his kids. <laughs> <laughs> I never believed in Santa. Mm. Um, and I think that... You were born a Santa atheist. <laughs> I think that the reason is probably that my parents never labelled any presents as from Santa. Right. They, yeah. It was like, these presents are from mum and dad. So, yeah, they want the credit. Yeah, and rightly so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it just always seemed to me like, that's a nice story. I would yeah. you know, hear people talking about it. I'm like, yeah, great. That's, that's a fun thing that we can talk. Like, I enjoyed Star Wars, but I never believed that it was real. Mm. Um, yeah. And so I imagine, I imagine that I'll I'll take the same approach with my daughter, yeah. except I'll apply it to religion as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I um, yeah, I feel like when I get around to having kids, um, that like <laughs> when I, that clause the, kicks in, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> the kid clause, um, that I yeah, I, I don't know the the idea of Santa seems kind of weird now, especially like I I think I would want to tell my kids like hey. Santa's not real, but because, you know, other kids are going to be richer or poorer than us. And I don't want, you know, my, my kids thinking that Santa loves them more or less mm-hmm. than other people because I couldn't afford as good a gifts as, like, someone else that bought their kid a house. Um, it, it's noticeable that Tim Allen's Santa Claus only delivers presents to, like, upper middle class homes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that most of them have fireplaces except for that one kid. Have you have you guys ever read that that like 
thing on the internet that's like a great way to, to break it to your kids that Santa's not real and it's like when they reach the age where they're going to start understanding you take them out for a hot chocolate and explain to them that uh, Santa's actually a job and now you're a Santa <laughs> and so it's up to you to, to be providing presents oh, like, I'm a Santa too you're a Santa this person's a Santa and Richard. it's and it's huh? Richard this oh, person, yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> um, and you know the, and so the idea that Santa is more of a, a obligation that we all have to be kind and, and generous to each other because <laughs> that's not even technically a lie you've not really lied to them at any point yeah 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 um do you know what i'm never doing with my children though is fucking elf on the shelf <laughs> god does anyone else fucking hate that as much as i do teach your children to fear like a police state <laughs> you should teach them that the the um, they shouldn't they should embrace it the, <laughs> that's how you get to the top <laughs> The, the store that we bought these hats from have like knockoff Elf on the Shelves. So it's so funny to see something that looks exactly like Elf on the Shelf not called Elf on the Shelf because that's yeah. the obvious thing to call it. That it's called like Friendly Watching Elf or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, does anyone else have a question or a comment? Come on down. Do you think, oh, I just, yeah, yeah, just yell it. it. Yeah, fuck, uh, do you think they underutilize Jack Frost's uh, uh, power of freezing people? They He only froze. Judge yeah, yeah. Reinhold. Well, I mean, um, when, okay, he, froze, so, so when he froze so Judge Reinhold, I was like, the stakes have never been high. Yeah. So just <laughs> in case, in case we didn't catch that, it was, um, do we think that the they underutilized Jack Frost's powers? Uh, that whole movie is an exercise in underutilization, right? Because 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 we talked before about the 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 namesake of the film, the titular escape clause, is only comes into play, and it's it's the end of the it's a film that should have been about um a world where scott calvin never became santa it should have been like the it's a wonderful life kind of exactly story um which i mean also is probably the same percentage of time is spent in the the alternate universe where it was never born it should have been shrek forever after it should have been shrek forever after um uh all films should be shrek forever after (laughs) because um it's a it should be a movie about that but instead it's a movie about santa claus meets the parents and then yeah. they're like, oh, we really want to make it about this. We're going to name it after this. It's not really about this. Yeah. it's And even the start of that film where Jack Frost is just going around just fucking shit up at the North Pole and then Curtis keeps on... Like, Santa just wants five minutes with his family <laughs> and Curtis keeps on being like, oh, Santa, um, this tiny inconvenience that I could easily fix happened. What do I do? And he's like, well, fix it yourself. And then he goes... Duh, duh, and then he has to go sort it out. He can't spend any time with his family. It just makes me so angry that I know everything is going wrong and I know where the film is going, that it's going to get even worse. (laughs) And yet Curtis does nothing to help him and Jack Frost just keeps piling shit on. And it's like, Santa's being pretty nice to you compared to the other Mm. legendary figures. They're not creatures. One of them's an Easter bunny. One of them is a creature. Yeah. One of them's a and oh, Cupid's a creature. He's like a a, <laughs> a little flying baby. Yeah, that's a creature. Uh, does anyone else, anyone else have anything they want to they want to contribute? Don't cool, be shy. Cool. All good if not. Yeah. All good if not. Shall we hand out some? Oh prizes? yeah. Who wants? Um, spoiler alert. These are the prizes. Um, our hats <laughs> <laughs> we've been wearing. We can sign them. Yeah. Because my signature adds so much value to something. Um, there's that my signature, my very cool signature. Um, who wants a hat? Yeah, fuck that, I want it. 
Alright, so the two pe- people have... <laughs> the people who came up to answer questions get a hat. We have four hats. Everyone who came up, come get a hat. <laughs> Alright, do you, everyone want to sign them? Yeah, yeah. Alright, who wants a, who wants a hat? Come on up. First person up gets a hat. Alright. There's only... We're, oh, we've got a, time, log, a bottleneck around the Vivid. Yeah, sh- there's one uh, There's one actually over there. I'd love um, a hat. <laughs> Is that a personal message? Uh, yeah, it's uh, my initials. <laughs> Can I have all three signatures, please? Yeah, yeah of course. No. Okay. No, I'm you gonna, only get mine. I'm going to give it to my son when I tell him Santa's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know who is this podcast you should check out? Uh, it's available to check out um, on YouTube, uh, Cult Pop Show, or you can follow us on Instagram at Cult Pop Show or Twitter. Uh, we're pretty much at Cult Pop Show everywhere, except if you want to email us, uh, Cult Pop Show Media. Uh, at gmail.com yeah and uh, we're also on Instagram so if anybody's been taking photos tonight then uh, at them at us on Instagram uh, and we'll we'll share it on our story a, a, an honour <laughs> uh, there's no high, higher honour I've never multitasked while podcasting before yeah um, do you want my signature or my you normally barely initials? even podcast <laughs> <laughs> your phone number no I'm oh. <laughs> oh. you have a wife she's right there Um, yeah uh, thank you so much for all coming along Um, this has been a very fun night I hope that you've had half as much fun as I have (laughs) Um, which would be like one fun (laughs) (laughs) ho 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 Merry Christmas everybody thank you for coming out Uh, thank you so much for actually Brendan do you want to plug your (laughs) podcast and explain what it is because you haven't really had that chance and also uh, you're doing a live show soon, I believe. We're doing a live show on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so the Nerd Degree, we're doing a Star Wars special here, um, just bef- so you can go and watch the show and then go to Intex to watch the Midnight Screaming. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if Everyone at Midnight. <laughs> if it's bad. <laughs> um, of, but so, yeah, so tell us about your podcast if people want to check it out. So Nerd Degree is a nerdy panel show where uh, comedians and nerds uh, answer exceptionally difficult questions. Uh, or make stuff up. Now, is this comedians who are also nerds, or is it like a comedians versus nerds? It's kind of a combination of the two. <laughs> Imagine if it was comedians versus nerds, and the comedians are real like quick on the mark and real cool, and the nerds are like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything you can say is as funny as that noise you made. That's why I'm a comedian, baby. <laughs> um, my other show is Dungeons and Comedians. Uh, is that Dungeons vs. Comedians? Or <laughs> are the comedians also Dungeons? Uh, it's, in which it's Comedians versus me, the Dungeon Master. Yeah. Um, and we have, a, we have a live show on Friday night, again, here. Nice. Bloody working hard. It's yeah. Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's time to give shows to people. Oh, it's, it's, it's our gift to you. Oh. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thank everybody. Thank you so much for coming along. There are more hats here. <laughs> you guys got to sign these ones in blue. So okay. Consistent. Thank you once again to everybody who came and saw us. That was at Little Andromeda in Christchurch, New Zealand. Go along there if you're, you're in Christchurch on a, on a Friday night and have yourselves a drink or see a show. It's a, it's a good time. Um, and thank you once again to Brendan for uh, guesting with us. You can find links to all his stuff in the show notes. Um, in regards to what we are doing next week as our final episode of the year, uh, we usually try and do our most disappointing of 2019 or most 
disappointing of the year episode, um, which we've already done the first half of in June. I think we we did we released part one and two, so part three and four will be coming in the new year um, because we we just you know we ran out of time to do it this year and we wanted to make sure that we had seen every 2019 film so that we could accurately uh, talk about that uh, this is the last film franchise fortnights of the year though and we will be taking a break from doing film franchise fortnights but not the off week episodes which makes it sound like we have some kind of holiday break here but we really don't um we have to do just as much work for the off week episodes uh so Film Franchise Fortnites will be back next year, early next year, with what is actually our 100th franchise. I didn't mention it, but this was actually our 99th franchise, the Santa Claus trilogy. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next year with our 100th franchise. as the first episode of Season 5, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and next week, we are going to be releasing, releasing an episode, um, What Is It On?, uh, you'll find out. I don't. It's, it's kind of a secret, so I don't want to just reveal it at the end. But anyway, thank you so much once again for listening and for coming to the show if you did, and we'll see you next week. See ya!